Your attention, please. You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Warning, cheaters may contain adult themes and strong language. Parents are cautioned that this program may not be suitable for children. Coming up on this episode of Cheaters. Stephanie picked up the same gentleman. Let's get it over with. I've seen this on camera. Run, no, no, no. And later. They went back to the house. Can she get in the car and then turn the alarm on? There's some movement. First floor window. What are you doing here? What are you doing? What's that bitch? Don't touch me. She's in my house. In my house. From the Cheaters surveillance crew, you're about to hear actual true stories recorded live, documenting the pain of a spouse or lover caused by infidelity. This program is both dedicated to the faithful and presented to the false-hearted to encourage their renewal of temperance and virtue. You can feel Right. No other woman has made me feel the way she does. I'm lost. I feel like I'm by myself. I just can't take the lies. I know this is upsetting. Yeah. You met the same young lady. I have to know the truth. I knew he was a dog and I'm going to get him. Let's make this happen again. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is what I think about your music. You're a whore. Oh, you better tell me. Make yourself camera out of my face. Get away from me. I swear to God, I'll tell you. Real Reality Radio is brought to you by Cheaters Detective Agency's Private Eyes on Cheaters. Welcome to another episode of Cheaters. I'm your host, Joey Greco. In this episode, Cheaters has two action-packed cases for you. In the first, meet Ron Bush, a remarried widower who fears the loss of another wife all over again, this time to infidelity. At the end of his rope, Ron calls the pros at Cheaters to uncover the truth behind his missing-in-action soulmate. Ron Bush, age 41. A remarried widower who worries that his wife may be playing doctor during her overtime hours. We liked everything about each other. We liked the same movies. We, we liked the same music. We, we both started out on the left foot. We just always were in tune with each other so we we moved fast it was probably two years ago and and we just decided to get married fast to move in together fast and and things work good for us stephanie is um chatting with someone with instant messages she's they're going back and forth and they're they're talking about sex and things that they like to do and don't like to do now she's putting in overtime and into late hours in the night and after a certain time you can't call into their building because they have an answering service and so there's no way for me to tell is she at work is she not at work i need her to be my soulmate again I, she she's not my soulmate anymore she doesn't think the same way i think she she doesn't feel the same way I feel. She doesn't recognize that our song is on the radio anymore. I, I, I need her to need me. If you suspect infidelity in your relationship, Cheaters Licensed Investigators may be able to provide you assistance. Exercise your right to be informed. 
As Ron desperately needs resolution, Cheater's detectives jump into action to uncover the real story behind his wife's distance. After compiling detailed background files, Cheater's operatives catch up with the suspect outside of her place of work. Stephanie Bush, age 36. A hospital coordinator suspected of straying while claiming to be working overtime. We've been on the case for four days now, and we haven't seen him do anything wrong as of yet. Investigation day four. As night falls on the city, Cheater's inspectors working on information from complainant Bush locate his wife leaving the hospital where she works as a coordinator. Several hours into the investigation with no results, Cheater's detectives catch a break when the suspect emerges from her office. Stephanie Bush scuttles across the parking lot and advances toward her minivan. Seemingly confident about her behavior, detectives keep a sharp eye as suspect Bush enters her vehicle. Suspect Bush then travels to the other side of town before entering the parking lot of a local tavern frequented by college students. A brief jaunt across the street and suspect Bush meets up with an unidentified man and Cheater's detectives note that the pair seem quite familiar with each other. A Cheater's field operative follows the twosome inside. Cheater's observes closely as a lengthy game of foosball ensues between the competitive couple. After banging a few balls around and knocking a few beers back, suspect Bush and her companion leave the hangout. Using a high-powered night vision lens, Cheater's agents watch the suspect steaming up her minivan's windows with this unknown man. Cheater's PIs follow the suspect and her companion to a downtown hotel. The cozy couple walk hand-in-hand hand into the lodge and several hours pass before suspect Bush exits the inn alone. Well, we followed the suspect home, and uh, it seems that some suspicious things were going on tonight. Um, but without uh, definite internal surveillance, we can't really be sure. We've been following the third party, and uh, after posing as some medical salespersons attending the same conference as him, uh, we've discovered his identity, and unfortunately, seems uh, that he's a family man from the Houston area. Uh, so we can only hope for his kid's sake that he's not doing what we think he is. Investigation Day 6. Cheater's agents stake out the hotel where Bush's companion stays, anticipating further developments in the case. After calling suspect Bush's work and asking a few questions about his companion, Cheater's detectives uncover that suspect Bush has been buying medical supplies from her companion for two years. After spotting suspect Bush entering the hotel, Cheater's detectives wait patiently for her to resurface. After about an hour, the suspect and her companion, whose identity is withheld, enter the suspect's minivan and hustle down the highway. Thirsty for some action, the two stop off at a fancy uptown martini mill. After tossing back a few, suspect Bush yearns for something straight up, and the two exit this vermouth vendor. While the two tuck away inside the suspect's car, Cheater's operatives watch them use the minivan as a den of sin. When the two finish their rambunctious romp, suspect Bush makes a phone call to her husband, Ron, as her special friend straightens out his ensemble. 
Just laying here watching TV. Listen, I'm going to be working late. We have a sales rep coming in, and the meeting doesn't even start till 11.30, so I don't imagine I'll be home till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't understand why all these meetings got to go on at nighttime. Listen, I'm not really happy right now. Well, I'll be here. I'm waiting up for you. Don't wait up, honey. Just go to bed, and I'll see you when I get home. Whatever. I have to go. I love you. Bye. Bye. Arriving back at the hotel, the preoccupied pair walk inside together. After a brief interlude, Suspect Bush leaves the hotel alone. Today it seems that our worst fears have uh, come to light. Uh, <clears throat> we haven't got a full confirmation yet, uh, but we do need to see this through to the end. So we should head back to headquarters. After uh, speaking with the hotel management, tonight seems to be the last night that the uh, third party is going to be in town. So we got to gather all the information we can to uh, close this case. Investigation day seven. Suspect Bush punches out for the day at work. Operatives tail her to a super center to do some last-minute shopping. A cheater's field agent follows her inside, where his surveillance video reveals the suspect eyeing some undergarments. She selects a sexy, strappy number, and in the pharmacy section, suspect Bush picks up prophylactics, then quickly pays and hits the street. The gumshoes follow suspect Bush down the familiar path to the third party's hotel. Suspect Bush exits her vehicle with a goodie bag in hand. Out front, her gracious host greets his guest, and together they enter the high-class hotel. Once they're locked away in the companion's hedonistic playpen, cheaters' detectives play the waiting game. Hours later, having had her fun, Suspect Bush exits the hotel lobby. En route to her car, a homeless man approaches her for some consideration. With no spare change to give him, she heads homeward. With a considerable body of evidence, Cheaters closes the case on Mrs. Bush and prepares to reveal the findings to Ron. Coming up, the confrontation. Are you tired of being cheated on? Visit NoCheatersDate.com and create your own profile in our online community. It's a fun and easy way to meet faithful singles in your area. After finalizing and compiling the findings, Cheaters calls Ron to present the results of the investigation. With a heavy heart, Ron agrees to meet with Cheaters investigators in an effort to allay his worries of losing another wife. Ron, thank you for being here this evening. I know that recently you've had some challenges in your relationship with Stephanie. Hang on one second. Yeah, you know, we're right in the middle of it now. Okay. All right, we'll do that. You know what? We need to load up and get in standby right now. Okay, quick, come with me. Ron, I apologize. It's just that time is of the essence. We do have some information that may shed some light on the questions that you have about your relationship. Are you ready to take a look at some of that? Yes. On this day, we had a detective that was outside of Stephanie's place of employment. She was observed and followed as she left the hospital, and our detective stayed close by until Stephanie arrived at a bar. She parks in a stall, 
heads into the barn, and as soon as she arrives, she greets a gentleman. They share an embrace. They go inside to participate in a game of foosball. As they return to the parking lot, we see Stephanie get in, and I know you can't see it right there, but as that car pulls away, she's joined in the van by this gentleman. They proceed until they arrive at a hotel, and a substantial period of time elapses before we do observe Stephanie exiting the hotel. On this day, she arrives at the same hotel. The gentleman exits and is picked up by Stephanie. They are followed until they arrived at a bar. They go inside. After a period of time elapses, we see the two of them exit, but they get inside the van, and I can only assume that there were some urges that needed to be met. On this day, after Stephanie got off work, she arrived at a shopping mart, went inside, made some purchases. As she left the mart, our detective was close by. And at this point, it's clear that Stephanie's in a little too deep as she goes back to the hotel. She spends quite some time there. And that concludes the information that we were able to compile for you. Ron, I don't want to get too personal, uh, but some of the other situations that you discovered were in direct relation to what you found um, that Stephanie was kind of up to. Can you describe to me what that was? I found um, a pregnancy test in the garbage that was positive. When you found that pregnancy test, how did you feel? I was elated. I, I wanted to have children. I wanted to have a family. So you waited a few days because you thought she may want to surprise you. I actually waited weeks for her to, to, to spring it on me and to let me know. I, I walked into a room one day and found her crying. And I couldn't understand why, when everything looked so good, why she would be crying. She told me that she had been to the doctor that day. She lost the baby. We were able to do one of the things that you did ask us to do, and that was find out what in the world was going on in your relationship. My detectives earlier told me that Stephanie picked up the same gentleman at the hotel this evening, and that they're together right now. Now, Ron, I know that a part of you almost expected something like this to happen because you brought something with you. I brought Stephanie's clothes. Well, she's with him. That's where she's going to stay. Let me check with the detective and see if I can find out exactly where they are at this time. Yeah. We just finished up a second. We're still on the road right now. Yeah, no, we're coming up on the exit right now. Go ahead and exit right here. All right, we're pulling off right now. They're leaving the restaurant. We have a detective that's on site. Okay. We're not far. Everything's under control. Take a couple of breaths. I want you to start thinking of some of the questions that you want to ask her. Let's get it over with. They're coming out right now? Yeah, I see the restaurant. All right, let's move. The security guy's right there. As the cheater's crew arrives, Stephanie and her new love are surprised by Ron, Joy, and the crew outside a local restaurant. 
Stephanie? Stephanie? I'm Joey Gregory. What's going on here? Who's this? It's me at Mercy Hospital. I've seen every bit of this on camera. Coming up, the conclusion. Greetings, I'm Joey Greco, and I'd like to invite you to visit Sheeters.com. There you'll find the services of private investigators, attorneys, live counseling, and much more. Sheeters.com, I'll see you there.